Today's episode of the More You Know podcast features Sam Bakhtiar, who's a doctor, CEO, author, podcaster, world-class bodybuilder, and multimillionaire entrepreneur, as well as Sonia Hatter, who's the co-founder of Thrive, Make Money Matter, which is one of the biggest entrepreneur conferences, as well as Living the Dream Global. And lastly, Aaron Platt, who's the co-founder and president of Social X, which is the number one business education and networking mastermind, as well as the founder of VA Connections and Social Summit Inc. I asked each of them what took their pursuits to the next level. Enjoy the episode. I would say the one thing that took me to the next level is just to change my association, change my surrounding, change my environment. They say you are the average of the five people you hang out with, and I can't agree anymore. So if you want to change your life, you have to change your association, you have to change your environment. That doesn't mean that also you get rid of people, but you have to spend time with people who are where you want to be. And that's just the bottom line. What is one thing that took my pursuits into the next level? That would have to be facing my fears. I know, I know everyone says, get out of your comfort zone and face your fears, but literally you have to do it. So what got me to the next level was I decided to do things that scared me the most and I just keep on doing it and doing it. And now all these doors have opened. For example, you know, I was going to speak at Thrive in front of a thousand people and I was terrified. So I was like, what should I do? How do I get over the fact that I'm going to speak in front of all these people? How do I do these little stepping stones? So when the time comes, I'm not as scared. What I did was I signed up for a fitness competition. I had 88 days to work out, to become the absolute best version of myself, half naked on a stage. And um, in those 88 days, I pulled it off. I got first place. Um, I, I honestly think that if I didn't choose to go so extreme, I wouldn't have had the results and all the life-changing things that came along with it. For example, you know, everyone was like, there's nothing, you can't do this in 88 days. How are you going to do it? People have been training for years and people, you know, they, they didn't just have a baby. You're still nursing your baby. And I kind of just like zoned out everything that everybody else said. And I was like, I can do this. I am going to do this because I have to, I'm going to be on a stage. I, I have the accountability. I have the deadline. I, I, I'm, I'm going to do this. I signed up for it. I had skin in the game. There's so much fees you had to pay. I had to buy these suits. I'm like, I can't just half-ass this. Like, I need to do a really good job. And so I gave it my all in those 88 days. I worked out six days a week. I did the cardio I needed. I never took a bite of mac and cheese for my children. I didn't even take any of those supplements or growth hormones and all those stuff because I was nursing my baby. I legit did everything to the T that the way that I'm supposed to. Didn't have a sip of alcohol. That was probably the hardest thing ever. But um, that is what I did to get through that first terrifying stage. Then I spoke in front of a thousand people. And then I decided to do something else that totally scared me. And that was being in a beauty pageant. I know it sounds superficial, but when I was younger, I was super, super scared of, um, basically beauty pageants because I was in one and my mom decided to just kind of throw me in. My cousin was in one and I had no idea what I was doing. I was a deer in the headlights on stage. So embarrassing when they asked me a question, I just completely went blank. So ever since that point, I was all, I don't want to be in front of people. I don't want to be in the public eye. Like 
I, I just want to hide behind a table and never be around. And then as Thrive kept progressing and getting larger and larger and Cole would bring me on stage, I was like, I have to get over this fear. Like, what is it? Um, I did EMDR and this helped me figure out that that moment in my life totally freaked me out. So I needed to go face that fear and punch it right in the face. So what did I do? I signed up for a beauty pageant. I did everything I was supposed to. I got on stage and I got second runner up. So that was really exciting. Um, so I'm Mrs. Orange County and then I'm second runner up to Miss California. But I, I did that and you know, it, you grow a confidence. And so I call it manufactured confidence. I was on a scale of confidence before I was a zero out of 10. And in the past two years, I keep doing things and I'm facing my fears and now I'm a two out of 10. And you're like, why is she teaching confidence then? Well, because that's a 200% increase. So I'm doing something right. So I'm hoping, you know, next I'm going to be at a four and then I'm going to be at a six and then I'm going to be a 10. And so I keep pushing myself and I do these podcasts and I go in front of others on their stages and it's, it's, the confidence is I'm growing it and I'm getting better every day. And so that is, um, a big step that took me to the next level was just facing my fears. And I think if other people do that as well, uh, everyone's got a fear and it's like, you just got to face it. And you'd be so surprised how many doors will open. And if you just keep doing it and doing it, you're going to amaze yourself. And you think about that kid that you knew yourself when you were younger. If my 20 year old self saw what I've done in these past two years, like I would laugh. Like that would not even have been a possibility. I would have been like, you're crazy. I would never do that in my life. And now look what I'm doing. So I hope all of you guys go out and face your fear and let's see where that gets you next. Cause it's going to be a crazy ride. Um, I actually have a couple things and I'm going to kind of go through each one. So um, when I was getting started and when I kind of hit my ceiling and the first time I was hitting my ceiling in my business, the biggest thing is I was working in my business. I, I, you know, I built the business to feed a lifestyle that I wanted and ultimately I was just working inside the business 10, 15 hours a day. Um, so one of the biggest transitions I made was, was hiring virtual assistants, creating systems, and then creating KPIs to keep track of everything so I could optimize, so I could hold people accountable, et cetera. So, you know, First off, if you don't know what a virtual assistant is, it's somebody who works outside of the country who works with you inside of your business. And you know the, the best thing about this is if you're starting and you're in business, you really can't afford a 30, 40, 50, 60,000 salary. It's gonna take all your capital away. So with these virtual assistants, you can actually hire them. They're qualified, they're, they're, they have degrees, they're out of college, you know, they're specialized in whatever area you need to hire them in. And they work for three to $4 an hour. So you can have them working 40 hours a week, um, you know, every single Monday through Friday, um, month to month, and you're only paying them around 600 bucks. So that really helped me pull myself out of the business that I was, I was working in and turn into a business owner instead of, you know, working for myself um, and just creating jobs for myself. Um, and before even hiring the system, before hiring the actual virtual assistants, you have to create systems. You can't operate on just going with the flow with certain things. You know, a lot of people, especially getting early on starting as an entrepreneur or a business owner, you get stuck working in your business and then you have no time to create systems. You have no time to actually implement and you have no time to even manage employees. You're stuck. So the best thing you can do is actually take the time to, to pull out and systemize each one of your, 
basically your departments or your operations, whatever it is, your sales, your, your social media, your content creation, um, your customer support, anything that you shouldn't be working on that's a low wage task needs to be delegated, needs to be systemized. So you can automate that whole process. So it's working no matter what. Right now I'm, I'm filming a podcast, I'm filming with you guys, but we have DMs going out, our customer service is working, our community is being, being taken care of, our website's being updated, we have blogs being written, um, content being edited. All these things are systems that we put into place in our business. So now that our business is running, it works for us and we're not working for our business. So I think that's the biggest thing. And then the next thing is you have to keep track of all those systems. You need to know what's working, what's not working. You need to be able to hold people accountable. So you have to set KPIs. Um, and you know, if you're not setting KPIs, it's just you can't track your business growth. You can't track anything. So you need to set up KPIs that make sense for your business, whether that's sales revenue or sales growth. Um, I mean, you could be doing you know, the, the fallout for your clients, how long they stay, the lifetime value. All these things matter and you need to be tracking them. You have to be tracking them or else you're just going with the flow and you have no idea if your business is failing or progressing. You have no idea if people are getting stuff done or if they're not. So holding people accountable, um, you know, setting these systems and then hiring virtual assistants has been probably the biggest thing that we've ever been able, or ever been able to, or I've been able to plug in and build into my business that's really helped us grow through multiple levels. And we're gonna consistently keep growing that way. And then a simple, simple, simple piece of advice is have morning meetings with whoever you're working with every single day, Monday through Friday, and don't miss them. Every single day you guys need to start the day talking together, figuring out the problems, figuring out the solutions, and what's going on throughout the day so there's no lack of communication between you and your team. I'm just trying to make it all make sense. The more you know podcast.